I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Mm. We'll have to leave it for another time as mm. we fade in. Welcome to Grand Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> the hit podcast. Uh, Back for another edition. Will just pounded some halal guy's leftovers. Yeah, I really <laughs> listen. I was starving. Uh, I've been up since you know. You've been up since 15 minutes before I got up, so correct. Well, that's no, not I, really that I woke big of a up. Deal, I had man. to hit snooze a couple times, so it's kind of like trying to get those last couple minutes of sleep in. All right, well, um, I'm driving all all over God's green, you know, burrows here on this day. So Papa's a little tight, tight, but he went for a long stretch without eating. Oh, when I get up that early, I have to, you know. The tank's empty at noon. Yeah. And it was around two before I got to eat. And I was like, give me whole out, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to reiterate one more time that Will's describing getting up at seven in the morning as so 630. early. 630. You didn't get up at 630. I didn't get out of bed. At, I got up. I didn't get out of bed at 630. Okay. Well, it only counts when you get out of bed. No. But a lot of people with nine to five jobs do this on a regular basis. You do know that, right? You understand that. Like conceptually, yeah, they sit down all day. Though. You can wrap your mind around that. I, sat down. I just sat down for someone today. I was like, I you were tie. just describing how you were in a car. I, yeah, and then I sat in my office chair because I was like, I'm not supposed to be here, so I'm not going <laughs> to deal with the public. <laughs> I did climb, up, scurry up and down some ladders all day, though. Oh yeah, that's good. That I always gets the uh, stair count up. Listen on the health app, it does. I'm, also, I'm not being facetious. About I also the just went for a run. I know. I understand. Okay. I know. Where a man rolled through a stop sign and gave me peace sign through the window, so I gave him the double double birds, because hmm. I'm not here for peace and love, bruh. Get the fuck out of my way, or actually make the stop so I can run in front of your car, stupid bitch. Oh, okay. You're, you're, you were the pedestrian in this case. Yes. It was a little unclear to me. No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was the runner. I gave him the double words, and he kind of like stopped and like looked backwards, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. So where'd you get the halal guys from? The was halal. this a que- question of strategy? Do you have a halal guys in there? Uh-huh. I didn't know this this It's kind of not good. It's very bad. What? Really? That hummus, you know how normally it's warm, smoothie, silky, succulent? Oh, okay, relax, but yes, <laughs> I do. I might fuck the hummus. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this was very stiff and kind of cold and chonky, mm. and I was like, mm, I don't know about this. Is it a kiosk style? Is it like an Auntie Anne's? Is it in the middle of a thoroughfare somewhere, and you and you go and you stop there? Or is You've it in been the... in a food court. Oh, it's in a food court. It has its own stand. Yes. This is the distinction I was yes. trying to draw. Yeah. I thought that the decline in quality might be due to its nature as a kiosk. No, 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 no. Sometimes those aren't that quality. Although I got an Auntie Anne's pretzel over the weekend, and it was damn good. I haven't had one in a long time. Oh, from Broadway? No, from Atlantic Terminal. Oh. More on that later. You waited on that long-ass line? It wasn't a long-ass line, oh. but there was one extremely rude woman who was not clearly in line, and oh. uh, when I asked whether or not she was in line, she didn't respond well to that. But, you know, Atlantic Terminal... You're at, you're at Atlantic Terminal. What do you want? It upsets everyone, mm-hmm. so I sort of get it. But, yeah. Oh, so you got it from the mall. I didn't realize yeah. you had one in there. No wonder your gains have been undone so precipitously over the last few Excuse months. Excuse me. Cutting back on the gym and just slamming that hummy. We're in big trouble. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. Second of all, my gains are fine. Thank I you know. so much. I'm, Will? Ugh. Oh, man. I don't want to start this out on a defensive <laughs> note. I'm only attacking you a little bit. You're a little uh, ornery right now. Yeah. Usually you can handle it better. I didn't get my full weekend off. I had to do a little... little little meeting yesterday to get the kids get the soldiers in line well there i'll be sympathetic to you it's never nice to have to work a six-day week or yeah. more that sucks i'm a little, a little sleepy tight day also went to the beach yesterday got some fresh salty air oh wow i'm so fucking angry because i went to the beach less than 24 oh. hours ago well, it's tiring <laughs> you're, you're walking around and then you're eating chicky nuggies on the on the beach oh boy speaking of gains i saw another taco bell bag in the trash well, here's the thing. On Saturday, we're talking nuggets now, Taco Bell, and halal guys. Yeah, my diet's shit. Well, is this the, right this now. is this is the diet of no. somebody playing Skyrim? This is the diet of someone who's like, day. I just need to go to the grocery store, but I have literally no time. What's what's an option around here? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. You know, um, I'm a little bougier. When I can't go to the grocery store, I hit up the Hudson Market, and I start making really ill-advised choices. Well, at the top bar. I. What, what day was it? It was Saturday, and I was like, okay, I haven't eaten since 2, so it's 9.30 now, and I went to the gym. I'm like, why am I jittery and anxious and like on the verge of like having a mental breakdown? I was like, 
It's the food, bitch. So I ordered a, a grandma pie from Williamsburg, and then like I didn't check on the order. I was like, oh, it's been about a half hour. Let me see where this fucker is. And it had been canceled 10 minutes after I did it. They're like, restaurant closed. I'm like, no, it's not. It says it's open. Oh, man. So I was like, what can get to me in 15 minutes? Yeah. T-Bell. Okay. I only got three things. Oh, that's not bad. As far as one of those orders It was a $20 go, order, so, you know. Bad. $20 for three items? You got the service charges and the bullshit. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, mm-hmm. that, well, hey, you know, it is what it is. When that's you're out of time, that's what happens. I was like, I don't want to get up and go to the bodega. Yeah. No, that's so, no good. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't ideal. <sighs> yeah, so that's why you end up with Halal Guys at 2 o'clock making ill-advised choices. That's what I got to go run. Yeah, you saved it all the way till you got home, or you just had some of it. I had then... half, and then I was like, "Wow, you don't have to shit yourself immediately after having halal guys if you don't eat the whole thing." <laughs> I suppose if you split it up into two portions, it's acceptable. It, That's it was more like a regular meal. Yeah, I mean, then it's, it's not just that like, bad, actually. So the only thing I ate was one halal guys combo inside of hummus all day. See, it's not that gluttonous. When no, it's no, spread it's out. Not, it's not that bad. You see, it all, I also was just a little jealous of it to tell you the truth. I haven't had halal guys in a minute, and I, I was, saw that yellow bag, and I was like, "Oh man, it wasn't that good though." You know, e- even when you get it from the prime location outside of MoMA, if you're not in the mood for it, it's not like good food. No, it does not satiate you in any meaningful way. No, and it also is just kind of a pile of mayonnaise. You know, yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're just slathering it in sauce, and it kind of masks anything like you know, taste wise or texture wise. Yeah, yeah. I also wasn't paying attention when the man was putting the white sauce on. I was like, whoa, 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 what you doing there? You definitely, well, interesting that they put it on for you because at the, the street carts, you they just get, the get packs. your packets and you disperse it yourself. But oh yeah, when I'm, whenever I get that from a bodega, you better watch out. If you ask for white sauce, all hot sauce, it. it's, it's wild. too much. Yeah. It's way too much. Ugh. It was bad. I, was I, like, feel, uh... I feel that way about ordering, if you're going to get a white condiment on anything hmm. at I a- I had a nickel. Well, you do it for free. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to get a white condiment on anything that you're ordering at a bodega or at a street cart or mm-hmm. anything like that, you better have an eagle eye on them. If you in- go into like a low-class establishment and you're like, I want mayo on my sandwich. Do you want a soup sandwich, then? You better be prepared yeah. because, yeah, you're going to end up with more than you ever thought was possible. That's why you get the chipotle mayo because then they're a little stingier about it. They're like, we're not making this again. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Well, because, you know, the average person is a little squeamish about spicy things. You think mm. that's why? No. They've I think learned their lesson from people being like, it's too spicy. I want my money back. How spi- How spicy is lightly spiced mayo? It's I think you got to remember the median American has nothing no tolerance yeah. in the way of a palate for spicy food. You're right. You know, I was I was reading reviews for bidets today. Okay. And uh, I think I'm in the market for a different one. Tushy. I found a really nice brand called Lux. Are you familiar with this? Mm. So, first of all, it's much cheaper than Tushy, which the, the Tushy's got real expensive. For they some did. Reason. They are double the price that you paid. I I'm, paid seventy, I think. Okay, well, they're like one twenty. Oh, the most basic model is a hundred bucks, and now oh, do you want the rest? Are, are you like looking for one for your new? Yeah. So, do you want to do the two for one seventy? No, because I would like a new one. Well, I'm going to introduce you to a game changer, I think, if all goes I'm not buying the hose one. What do you mean the hose one? Like the little hose. You can get like a hose attachment. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with hose attachment. I'm talking about temperature control. I don't like those. And dual nozzle. I like like the cold. Well, you can get a cold version of this one, and it's 40 bucks. Oh. And it looks just as good, if not better, than the Tushy. That one's old. I know. I just remember this. I understand uh, that it's old, but I also understand what uh, tech startups that make low quality products based on low interest rates do. Mm, mm -hmm. And this other one seems like it's actually like from a plumbing company. Oh. So all the parts of it are metal and ceramic rather than rubber O-rings and plastic Plastic bullshit. Plastic piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Like the the part that attaches to the toilet is still plastic, but the reviews seem to indicate it's more durable. And it has like... uh, chrome finished handles and Ooh. it's like nice dual yeah different it's only 40 bucks. different controls yeah the cold water one is only 40 bucks the basic model huh. is cheap as shit and the temperature control dual nozzle self-cleaning one is 60 something all of them are technically self-cleaning technically i know but this one has like i don't know it has features i'll show it to you later mm. but i only mention it because in the reviews we were talking about the median american and their mm-hmm. tolerance for things this guy opens his review 
by saying, you know, I'm a middle-aged white man from the middle of the country. Oh, boy. I don't generally eat foods that I can't pronounce, and I don't use anything on my butt but paper. But I'll tell you what, this changed my life for the better. (laughs) And then he goes on to describe how it solved his problems uh, with the runs and things like this. And I'm just imagining, based on the way that he framed it, what, what the fuck this man is eating. I think we're just talking about, like, sandwiches from speedway yeah you know some maybe the maybe hungry he gets man ad- mm-hmm. frozen dinners maybe he get, gets adventurous and gets like one of those tornadoes off the gas station excuse me what? grill line what the fuck is that you know they're basically like taquitos they're like oh, deep fried tortillas me. filled with cheese <laughs> i think when that guy's in an ethnic mood he rolls in to the gas usa and grabs <laughs> one of those <laughs> And I mean, just thinking about this man's bathroom yeah. habits for like more than 50 years and then the fact that he felt compelled to leave an Amazon review on a bidet and basically framed it like, listen, I'm not gay. That was the subtext. I'm not being facetious at all. He's like, I'm not I'm gay. not in your butt stuff. I'm not into butt stuff. I'm not gay. I'm a boomer. But this rules. He just needs one person to slip a pinky up there and he would fucking lose his mind. Oh, my God. If you, got, if you don't think that guy's going down the street to the nearest Super 8 motel... And employing some transient they-thems for a little action on the side, you know, I've got news for you. (sighs) I'd be surprised if this guy hadn't encountered a lot lizard that was a little adventurous with the fingies. That's all I'm saying. I don't... mm, If it's flyover country, I don't know how how many, you know... They can't be caught, you know, in the lot with the lizards. Who knows? I have no idea if this guy has a wife or what. He didn't make any mention of that. Mm. You know, you would think if he's going into great detail about his, you know, movements on in the written word, granted, you know, the spoken word, sure, all day long. But the written word, it's a different story. Yeah, he's committing it to the record. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know? Ain't right. In a few years when there's central bank digital currencies and all of our Amazon r- records are on the blockchain and we can go through, this guy's gonna be outed. And if he didn't make any mention of his wife, first of all, she's going to be angry. And then she's mm. going to wonder what he was up to. But my my wager would be he doesn't have a wife. No. I think this guy's a trucker. Well, mm. then mm. you couldn't have the bidet then. Got to take that squeezy bottle. Yeah, maybe he takes the squeezy bottle on the road between trips. but Or maybe he installed it in the seat. You know how like sometimes you just lift the, the, the seat like on airplanes where it's like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, just lift your seat up. Oh, boy. You know what this reminds me of? I did a secret pee mission yesterday. What the fuck does this mean? So I told you off the microphones that I had a terrible time getting to Trader Joe's yesterday. We're hit, we're doing all the classics right now. Fast food, bidets, Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. But so I told you I had a hard time getting to Trader Joe's because there's some ridiculous bike race going on. And so all the avenues are closed. So I go from one Trader Joe's location, not able to make it there via car. Why don't you just park on a street and then walk your shit I couldn't. I tried this. I spent a lot of time on this and couldn't figure it out. So I was just like, fuck it. I'll go to the other Trader Joe's. I got nothing but time today. So this is like two hours later by the time I get to where I was trying to go. And I really have to pee. But so I do my grocery shopping. And I get back to the car, and I'm parked on one of these side streets down in... What, what neighborhood is that? The Cobble Hill? Street? Cobble Hill. There's a bathroom in that grocery store. What? You stupid bitch. I didn't know that. There is? By the tasting center and where the toilet paper is, yes. There's a public restroom in yes. there? Yes. I had no fucking idea. You've also spent enough money at Brooklyn Wine Exchange, you could be like, listen, I, I come know. here enough, can I pee? I guess so. Or go to the Chipotle, buy a water, and be like, what's your bathroom? Well, geez, that makes this story a little bit more embarrassing than it <laughs> needed to be. So I didn't know that. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to make it home because it's going to take, you know, the traffic was just terrible minutes, yesterday. Yeah. It's going to take a long time to get home. So I have to solve this problem now. But it's broad daylight. It's like 4.30 or 4 p.m. And Did you pee in a bottle? The streets are crowded. No, I did not. Mm. But lately I'd been watching YouTube videos of this guy called Vagrant Holiday. And okay. he takes trips overseas with discount this is the man flights. who sleeps in parks? Yeah, and then he sleeps in parks and stuff. So I've been learning a lot about stealth and also uh, how to be stealth and blend into a situation when you're doing something illegal. He doesn't do any public urination on his channel, as far as I know. But okay. things like this are on my mind. So I'm thinking, okay, the street is crowded, it's broad daylight, but I have a car and the door's on the car to shield me. I can solve this problem. So I get back to my car. 
it turns out I can't just do that. At first, I put my groceries in and I open the door. And I'm like, okay, I can just stand behind this door and no one will see me. But there was a couple ladies sitting on a stoop across the way that had a clear line of sight, like yeah, through no. my own windows to yeah. my Johnson. So there's just, Damn. those ladies are going to think something's up, you know? Were they bird watching? They had spectacles as well? Oh, they were going to watch a bird. Okay. Yeah, birds was going to be out and they were going <laughs> to be watching it. And then, you know, just between the traffic on the street and then another lady down the street that's just standing on the corner for some reason. I have, like, two diagonal lines of sight that just intersect me perfectly. And Mm. I'm like, there's no door in the world that can hide me. But then I realize I have tinted windows on the back of my car. Not on the front of my car. So the windshield and the passenger and the driver's seat are clear windows, but the back of the car is tinted Mm -hmm. windows. So I can see out, but people can't really see in unless they're really looking hard or really close. And right now, because I've been moving stuff, the seats in my car are down. So there's a lot of area back there to inhabit. Uh-huh. So I get the brilliant idea that all I need to do is climb into the car and close the door mostly and just leave it cracked. Just a narrow enough of a crack for a stream to escape. <sighs> <laughs> so I get in the back of my car and I open the door just a tiny bit. And I'm on my I'm on my knees, w- with the bird facing the sidewalk passenger door, cracked a little bit, and I go through the crack, and onto the street, completely concealed from the woman on the stoop and the woman on the corner, and I get about three quarters of the way through, and a woman walks right by my car. I didn't see her coming because of a tree that was obscuring my line of sight, and she doesn't even notice. She doesn't notice the stream. She doesn't clock it at all. She doesn't look in the car. I, you know, I choked it off for a second. Let her pass because the... the Not choke it off. The, you know, pinched it off, whatever you want to say. Maybe a different word, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and so because I'm concerned at this point about the volume and drippage of the stream. I mean, it's not, it's not <sighs> okay. completely stealth. You know, there is sound. There is the image of the street... Filling with liquid. <laughs> Do you know how many people get out of their cars in broad daylight and just pee with the door open? It's fine. I know, but this strategy... It's also Cobble Hill, so... You know, uh, you know yeah. Cobble Hill, I'm not I'm not trying to get, get arrested. Because seriously, that's the biggest problem they have over there. And who knows? There's children around all the time. It's families oh, yeah. and shit over there. I'm like, I'm not becoming a sex offender for this. Right. But so I finished it, and it fucking worked. It was a beautiful mission. I pulled it off amazingly. The quantity in the gutter was pretty extreme i was really yeah. surprised that that lady going by did not maybe she did and she's, and she's just like, a new yorker yeah. and was like whatever, whatever is going on in there yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna pay attention to this but it was it was quite a success and i realized in the future i can always use the tinted windows if okay. worse comes to worse i just took a flagrant pee on the street on friday night R- really was it late at night though yeah it was like one see that's different i think the rules change after dark in new york a little. I think once people have started drinking, it's yeah. just sort of has to be more acceptable. A little bit, yeah. Where were you? What neighborhood were you in? Like seven blocks that way. Oh, you were in desolate ass beds. It doesn't yeah. matter at all. Yeah. Plus, you know how many times I've done that? Because you can just run down the stairs of a brownstone into their little like semi-basement area at their garden you level. You can't pee at the garden level door. I do that all the time. That's disgusting. Yeah, when I used to go to the bar with Alan more often and I would walk home from Crown Heights, that's a long walk. Yeah. That was my go-to. I actually had a certain house that was under construction. Well, I shouldn't say that. It wasn't under construction. It just had a scaffolding outside. I don't know what they were doing. But the scaffolding provided adequate protection okay. to escape to the garden level and take a tactical urination. You can't just find a tree and then pee on the tree? No, I don't want to be that exposed. You're in between two cars. You can do that too. It just depends, though. You know, the, the city's the city's busy. Even in the desolate areas, you might get walked past. I like to find a location where being walked past, you might not be noticed. Okay, that's the ideal location. Obviously, it doesn't always work out that way. You have to make do with what you have. But it's fine. You know, I think it's fine. Well, again, I I think at night I'm much less concerned about it. Yeah. I think in the middle of an afternoon in a wealthy neighborhood, I am a little bit concerned. Maybe don't do it on the Upper East Side. Oh, yeah. I mean, with Cobble Hills, probably got the same fucking home values as up there at this point. No. The Trader Joe's is prime location, man. These people have single family homes over there. Yeah, they do. You think they're renting apartments? They have, you know, those houses are $5 million. 
How much do you think a home on the Upper East Side costs? Uh, how much could it cost, Michael? Ten million? I don't know. Go a little higher. Um, I'm sure it's expensive. Yeah, but I those don't people know. don't even really live there. That's oh, the yeah, problem with care, Cobble yeah. Hill or something like that. Is no, they do live. They there. live there. Yeah, it's the tech monkeys with all their money that live there. Mm, they don't have any money anymore. You know. That's true. Speaking of which, I was going to say, you know, can't buy glasses or they steal the glasses. Speaking money. of startups and interest rates, apparently putting things out of business. Do you think that that their money was just tied to like SVB or something, and then they just went, "Oops, can't pay people." I bet it was tied to one of the bank collapses because this seems to have happened incredibly quickly. It happened after March twenty second. For the listener, what we're talking about is a uh, eyewear brand that I have on right now. Do you? Are those your eyewear? These are eyewear. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, kind of a clever idea. It was basically Warby Parker, except you could get things instantly. So you'd yeah. go and you'd get an eye appointment, and they would make your glasses same day. Really, basically in an hour or less. 15 minutes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We also saw a similar thing in France. So this is not a new idea. No. But, you know, the hayware quality wasn't too bad. I thought it was all right. They had my prescription already, and it's been over a year since I've got new glasses. So I thought, hey, I'll just order some online. And I'll go either go pick them up at the store or get them shipped to me, whatever. This should be cheap and seamless. So I go and I do that, and they charge my card. And now it's like mm, almost a week later, six days later, for something that's supposed to turn around in a day in a day or two days max, and I haven't heard shit. And I think, that's interesting. So I look into it a little bit more, and I can't get an email from them on their website. Well, that's so funny that you say website because I tried to go on the website after you told me this and it says, oops, can't find it. That's brand new. Yeah. So this all has happened in the span of a week. I've, I realize, uh, long story short, that they're out of business, that Google lists their locations as permanently closed, and then I can't find any other information about them. Yeah. There's no phone numbers. The number I did try to call was disconnected. Their emails bounce back. But... They somehow still managed to charge my fucking card. Yeah. Which is a little insane. So I put in a uh, a claim with my bank, mm. which I have no doubt I'll get the money back. Yeah. And out of business, business can't do that. Right. They just have X days to respond to Chase about the claim. Which they won't. And then, yeah. And yeah. then they'll reimburse me. But regarding your theory, I think it is... They were probably in trouble because of interest rates anyway. They're a VC startup. They're doing their payroll completely based on loans. And you mm. can't start taking out loans at 7 or 8% or whatever it's up to now. They were oh. thinking that the 0% interest train was going to run forever. Mm. So that's one element of it. And then the other thing is, if they did have money, it was probably in Silicon Valley Bank or First Republic or one of these things that's collapsed in recent days. And right. they just said, oh, shit. Fucking, uh, I'm walking away. Yeah, we're just walking away. Jacqueline walked away. Yeah. Um, Happened with tremendous speed. So, yeah, the tech people, the tech monkeys, they're having a hard time. I mean, it's a little weird because maybe like s- six months ago, I wanted to get like a, you know, just a little, uh, maybe I wanted another pair. I was like, when did these all become 100, $160, $170? They're supposed to be $99. Well, so this there was, was a thing. price jump that all yeah. of a sudden I was like, oh, you guys are not making, you're, hemorrhaging money at a rate that you cannot afford so. well that's how you know it's related to all this financial mumbo jumbo because they you know as a startup they're just losing money for the first few years until magically you 10x it that's the idea mm-hmm. behind all of these type of fucking companies with uh corporate memphis ads they're right, all yeah. that yeah the ones that started earlier maybe are profitable now so they're sticking around yeah. casper etc but the the ones that started in the last couple of years, I think Hayware started like right before COVID. After I just read that they did their final their final round of funding was February of 2020. So I feel like the timing could not great. possibly yeah. be worse for right. a company like that. But yeah, so hmm. Hmm. I don't know. They still have samples on the shelf. The one on Lafayette. Well, God, you know, like... But I think they're just, like, locked out, or I, they locked the doors and wouldn't let employees in. It's happened with suf- such swiftness that it makes me feel like something in the something in the stew wasn't right. Like, they probably got foreclosed on, or it got shut down, or... Or someone stole all the money. Right. Somebody was doing something improper internally, yeah. and it's just gone now. Yeah. Like, it's a, literally a ghost company. It has suddenly disappeared in a matter of a week. It's pets. I must have ordered yeah. like in the last like few minutes of its existence. I swear to God. Well, the last minutes before they were like 
hi, you need to pay for your hosting. And they're like, nope, can't do it. No money. Um, which doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And the, the thing I wanted to say is I noticed the price jump as well. Yeah. I went back on the website and I was like, wait, the lowest ones are like $130. Yeah. And I was really just looking for sunglasses. I happened to get a second pair of regular glasses too because I found like a clearance section that was back to their original rate, which was like $75 or $90 or right. whatever. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, even if I don't like these, I can wear them at work or yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. It's always nice to have a second pair. So I'll get, you know, basically two for the price of one on the clearance rack yeah and for sunglasses who gives a shit then if i lose them in the ocean whatever i mean you just got to get them from uh zenny just pay 20 bucks well the the, the good around for 15 years if Uh, not longer aside from being annoyed that i have to wait 35 days for this like fraudulent charge to be reimbursed at a time when i'm spending oodles of money on other Mm, stuff more on that later um it's just not good timing for me but like Aside from that, I'm like, the only positive of the experience is, like, I ripped a screenshot of my prescription down in time. So now I'm like, whatever. I can just take it somewhere Take else. it anywhere. But if it's a year old, most places won't fulfill that. I, this one's good for two years. It has that oh. marked on it. Oh. It's good till 2024. So oh. I, I'm, I'm all right. And the whole reason, other reason I was doing this is I want to spend some FSA money. I set aside money oh. on, in my FSA, and I haven't spent any of it yet. And we're about halfway through the year. So I'm like, glasses are as good a thing as any mm. to... Oh, you're right. Yeah, to use this on. So, how much do you get for that? I put. I apparently get four hundred fifty bucks, and I was like, okay. Your company puts that in for you. It's like preloaded, and then it gets taken out of my check. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say that is normally how it works, but it's elective. You know, you can select the amount. Yeah, I was like, make it cheap. I set aside uh, three fifty a year. Usually. Yeah, I just basically was like, I don't want to pay for. I should have used it at the dermatologist. I just didn't want to pay for like, you know, if I get a physical, I didn't want to pay the $250 for the lab work. Yeah, well, I, you know, all health plans are different, but mine is structured like part of my insurance is a thing called an HRA where the company oh, just gives me $800 a year to spend. And oh. then I set aside an additional little bit in the FSA in case I go over that 800. Mm. So I make it a goal every year to absolutely make sure that I spend the company's money. Oh, this yeah. is what I use for co-pays and blah, blah, blah. My dermatologist appointments, mm. I cover completely with this. And then the FSA money I usually use on things that are nicer for myself, like eyeglasses or whatever. And then worse comes to worse. Since it's your money, you want to spend it because it's use it or lose it. Yeah. When it gets close to the end of the year... Buy a bunch of uh, moisturizer, buy a bunch of allergy medication, buy a bunch of whatever, because the FSA is really flexible in terms of this. You c- you're mostly supposed to use it for like anything you would buy at a CVS or a Walgreens. You oh. could even use it at Kiehl's. Like, that's what I plan on doing with it. I buy eyeglasses, and then I use the remainder on skincare and oh, stuff like that. May I make a recommendation? Yeah. So, you know the place that delivers like the skin stuff, Broadway Pharmacy? broadway apothecary or whatever yeah i use that place all the time if you go to the actual place it's basically like a french pharmacy oh really with the with the skin cares because i was like oh you can't get this shit anywhere else oh that's awesome i mean i talk that place up all the time like i i had this conversation with Rhea at one point because she was struggling with the pharmacy she uses which is just like a walgreens or whatever near where she lives and i was like you gotta stop doing this like Broadway Apothecary, the delivery is free. I've always had a consistent experience with them. It's usually cheaper. It's pretty cheap, and I love it because when you call them, it's like the same representative because it's an actual store location, so they know you. They're familiar with your orders. They get everything done well, and you have like a relationship with them. It feels like working with an actual company from the olden days. They text a lot. They do, but that's not the worst thing in the world for Mm. delivery updates and stuff. The the most annoying thing that I get from them is the drivers. I tell them every time, ahead of time, I'm not going to be home. Leave the fucking shit. They never get that message, and they always call me and are like, are you home? And I'm like, it is the middle of the day. People have jobs. Just leave it on the stack. There's always a a note on there that says, just leave it. That's what I do, yeah. No, like on the actual physical thing. Oh. And I always giggle. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Because I've intercepted several of them. And they're like, can you? And I'm like, yeah, give me the fuck. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's one of those things where I have a feeling maybe they just outsource it to like, you know, gig work drivers. And they don't give a fuck and don't look. So it Mm. it is what it is. I don't really care. But yeah, I like that place. But go to the the actual one. And it's a a little treat. I'll check it out. Yeah. But there you go. Use your FSA money at a place like that. 
It's by oh. Strand? That means there's more than one of them, because the one I get from is in Williamsburg. Oh, well. My dermo just sends it to there. I didn't really realize it, it was a chain. Maybe there's two of them. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of them. It's probably a tech VC startup that the next time I go to use it won't exist. No, it's old. It's oh. an old. It's an old. That's good. The branding's old. Um, sorry, allergies have been kicking now that it has dried out again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think... Uh, I don't know. The real goal is... Yeah. Use it for stuff so you don't have to pay for it. Or go to the go to the fun gay doctor and be like, Can you look at some things? Wanna zap some things? Yeah. You know. So I don't know. Um, I was recently alerted to a uh what's it called? A brand called Sumo and Sushi. What is that? Because apparently well, I'm just gonna show you the screenshot that I took of the ad. It's of a young blonde woman on top of a sushi, a sumo wrestler. So you can eat sushi and then fake sumo res- wrestle in front of everyone. Like it's, um, what's the Knights of the Round Table uh, Ren Fair dining experience? It's like Japanese Ren Fair. But yeah, what's, uh, what's the one where there's a show, like dinner and a show, but they feed you like a turkey leg and then it's jousting? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do that like at Excalibur in Las Vegas. The yeah, yeah. Medieval times or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But now we're doing it with... I'm like, I don't know about this. I think adults need to start adulting. Who gave that idea money? Don't know. Like, somebody invested. pitched that and somebody thought, you know what, I would do that? That's like the stupidest... You guys got to look this ad up because the image is what sells it. it. Holy shit. It's not a good idea in any way, shape, or form. First of all, you know that sushi's going to suck. It's going to be bad. The the food's going to be bad. Yeah. Also, culturally, not appropriate. Why? I don't really have a problem with that aspect of oh, it. I'm like, mm. if you can do it with European stuff, who cares? I mean, like, whatever. I just think, like, that's a lot of skin. Yeah, skin touching around the food. Yeah, that's true. Not for me. Um, but also, like, I don't know. I don't know yeah, I mean, it that. does. I mean, it does disrespect disrespect Oru, the Japanese culture in a huge way. I was like, do, does turning Japanese just like every time you open the door, it just starts playing. Like, like aren't Whoa. sumo wrestler wrestlers fucking goofy? And yeah. you know, like, I don't like it, you know, and she's just girl bossing on top she's of like, him. Yes. It, I it, brought him down. <laughs> it's like, if he sat on you, you die. Yeah. They, they have to lose. You know, you do realize this probably also yeah. like, where are they finding these people? There's no such thing as sumo wrestlers in New York. Actually, of all places in the United States, there's probably, a there's few. probably a couple. Yeah. But like, Nobody with you know nobody that respects the craft would ever go work at a place like that. That's ridiculous. These are just fat guys in diapers. Yeah, and they're probably Korean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I really doubt that you're finding like too many extremely obese Japanese. Do you mean the the authenticity factor might be very low in in sumo (laughs) and sushi? I don't know. I think it seems legit. Um, Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. What was what was the other little treat that I saw? Um, oh, and then someone was, uh, doing a theory of the permanent now. What? Uh, well, huh? A theory of the, per- what does that mean? The permanent now mindset. A, a one consuming content that is, I don't know, I'm just throwing things, you know, to keep it spicy. Well, wait a minute. Can we pause on the sumo thing for a second? Because yeah. I do have things to say about this. I watched, you know, I'm a big Japanophile myself, not in the anime way. I don't want to hear about it. I'm a real connoisseur, okay? So I watch YouTube videos about the craft of sumo wrestling. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with the channel Yes Theory. No. Have you ever seen these people? No. Um, they're corny in like the you know the YouTube with a million subscribers way, where they 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 model their videos in a very like conventional YouTube aesthetic, but hmm. they actually do really cool stuff. the The name of the channel is the ethos of the channel. Basically, they're like optimistic people that say yes to every experience okay and so they've leveraged this into a career as like travel bloggers basically i know that sounds really annoying but i actually like their channel they've done a cool stuff i watched a cool one with wim hoff i actually been meaning to ask ulrika about wim hoff and what she thinks about him i'm sure we'll get some feedback no but i mean he can do like incredible feats and he can train other people to do it the yes theory video with him was really interesting 
Because, you know, his whole thing is this... Oh, let's pause on Wim Hof. You know, his whole thing is this, like, special breathing technique that he can, like, climb Mount, Mount Everest in his underwear. He can be sub- subjected to, like, really extreme conditions, and it doesn't change his health at all. Yeah. And he does this through meditation and breathing. Uh-huh. And he offers to teach this to other people, which sounds... It's the Wim Hof method, yes. It, cultish, this right? This is not a new thing. Yes, I know, I know. Out in the world. I'm reviewing for people that might not know. Mm. I know you know. But, uh... So the Yes Theory people go to Wim Hof, and they've never done anything with him. And the whole idea is that they're going to like uh, be there for four days, like his basic training seminar. But he goes like, normally that would work. Like he teaches you meditation, he teaches you the breathing method, and then you do some exposure stuff. So that, then you'd go they into dunk in an ice bath. Then you'd go into cold water, and yeah. then maybe you'd take a long hike in no clothes up a mountain or whatever. Oh no, thank you. Which it's amazing Those that sticks y- and bugs. It's amazing in the first place that regular people do that on a regular basis and don't die with him. Wow. That kind of proves that there's something to it, yeah. in my mind. That's that's not like a cult thing where you're talking about abstract spiritual nonsense. These people actually do the shit. So the yes theory people go to him, go to Wim Hof, and he's like, you know what? Because your whole theory is so optimistic and you guys seem really gung-ho, I'm going to do this in reverse. So day one... Dunking him in water? They go to a waterfall that... This is the middle of winter in Hungary or wherever the fuck he is, somewhere in Eastern Europe. Hmm. And they jump off like a you know 30-foot high thing into a pool that is like whatever below freezing temperature water like water that should kill you in less than a minute oh well and they do it and they're fine and then the next day he goes okay we're gonna go into the water again this time for 10 minutes you should die after two minutes oh well like like an average person that's never done anything before that doesn't know his technique should die and he goes and he's like no we're just gonna do it and you guys are gonna get through it together and i'm not gonna teach you my method or whatever it's just your feeble mind is in your own way when you're feeling pain just fucking man up like he tells them this multiple times he's Hmm. like get your fucking pathetic thoughts out of the way you're just thinking stop thinking Hmm. and they go and they do it these fucking random fucking people that don't do this shit sit in the water for 10 minutes with them huh it's like a real it's a real amazing video and a real testament to the power of the human mind and then they he eventually relents because they're getting kind of upset like they're like stoked that they finished these challenges, mm-hmm. but they're like, we're here to learn the method. Like great that we can do this. That's a mystery even to us, but please teach us the like basis of this. So he does that. And then they go and they climb a mountain in um, nothing but their underwear in minus 20 degree weather, like all day. And they all make it to the top and they all come back down and nobody has frostbite. Nobody's dead. Nobody's even harmed in any way. Hmm. It's absolutely incredible. And he does this with people all the time. And he does this himself. He climbed Mount Everest with no oxygen in his underwear. I mean, it's fucking nuts. And he says that it's easy. Well. It's it's really amazing. Psychosis is easy. So anyway, I was talking about sumo wrestlers with the Yes Theory people. So they also, as part of their their project of doing extreme things or whatever, got invited to go like hang out with sumo wrestlers. This is in Japan. This is notoriously like reclusive because these people take this shit seriously and they train all day long yeah and you know part of the like japanese tradition and their ritual is just that this is private and this is intense this is not like a shared experience but you know they get the sumo wrestlers to like really open up with them they practice with them and stuff and you know it's one of these you know lighthearted stories where at the end of the day you learn that they're people just like everybody else um okay yeah but the sumo craft is like a real thing. And those guys, they're not just fat. They're, like, really, really strong. Like, the, you know, it's a real sport. Yeah, if you gave one a shot put, it'd be wild. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could teach that. And, I mean, their flexibility is in, is insane. They have, like, the flexibility of gymnasts, but they weigh, like, 400 pounds. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? Yeah. Like, how? You know? it It's still, like, you know, kinesthetic movement and training your body like you you learn how to do all the wiggles of the toesies and stuff yeah and i mean what kind of skeletons they must have to like have that amount of big mass. bones <laughs> big bone motherfuckers they are they're big bone bitches <laughs> they you know what they should have they should have a sumo night at the lesbian bar you want a cubby hole <laughs> you want a cubby hole sumo night no you can't wear the keys though somebody might get cut <laughs> 
It's mullets versus skins tonight. The sumo boys are coming over. <sighs> are there ladies sumo? I don't think so. Huh. At least not in Japan. I'm sure. Guess, I'm sure yeah, you have in, to like somehow fashion a top. Or something. I'm sure in the broad culture concerned with equity, there are female sumo wrestlers somewhere. Hmm. But in traditional Dude, Japanese society, there it's a dude's rock sport. I'm oh. sorry, ladies, you can't do it. Hmm. All right. Apparently, Jiro from Jiro Dreams of Sushi, his son who's now like I think in his 70s and still doesn't get to take over the business. They they attempted to cancel his son because he said that women can't be uh sushi chefs because they menstruate. And it interferes with their sense of spell and their pheromones, so they can't uh experience the proper subtlety and consistency enough to be chefs. Ladies, don't tell me how you feel about that. <sighs> <laughs> I mean this this poor man has got an axe to grind against the entire world. So you know, let him have his one you know bad take pass. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Yeah, it's unbelievable to take somebody at that level of any field. Also, and, and he's be like, seventy. You know, the seventy year old man said a thing. He might say something a little off yeah, color. Wow, that a zoomer wouldn't say. Oh my god. You know, there was that Manhattan Art Review thing recently. I was I wasn't familiar with the artist or the show or anything, but apparently there's like a very storied um and respected elder gay who survived AIDS that like had a show recently and the work was like a little politically incorrect. I don't know in what way. I didn't Ooh. even look at the show. I can't remember. I thought you might this might spark something mm. in you, but um the art blog uh Cement Greenberg. Are you familiar oh, with this? Oh, this oh the he didn't no 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 oh it was it's about the guy who shows up Bordelami, tom burr yeah yeah no that shit was wild that was wild well, let me hang on oh. before you react Whew. the situation is that this you know young zoomer critic basically wrote like a takedown of this guy tom burr who's an elder gay he's Say, only in his 50s well yeah i mean exactly cool it so uh <laughs> Basically saying that like he uh, isn't woke enough, that this isn't like enough representation, that he did something out of line. And I only saw the reaction to the take. I didn't read the article in fairness. But oh, it was only a paragraph that was basically like, you know, it'd be really interesting, you know, if we got to see something besides a, a cis white male. I'm really tired of, of the gay, gay male work. And I'm like, you know, honestly, same. But, you know, Tom Burr's work is usually very sensitive. So it's like girl what and by all accounts he's a nice guy but i'm like i don't know he does it that he's a bear he's a big bear daddy type yeah sure but it's just amazing that you could take like the new terminology like cis and just use it as a weapon against an obvious minority you know yeah it's really weird to do that and i and i do think it's right of other people to point out that like hey man what the fuck there's yeah. a there's a thing in in history in, in the in the academic sense not in the general sense that's called presentism where you look back on the past and you can consistently like apply today's principles to situations that didn't really exist back then right i hate when i see that i am happy when people that do that are called out for it because that's not a thing that um I don't know. It's not a thing that makes any sense to ever do. It's really. illogical. Yeah. It's like, oh, Emperor Hadrian, what a cunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. was, but like, you know, you can't say that he wasn't woke or whatever. Right. Maybe was, wasn't. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, it just doesn't matter. The dead you, are the dead. What, what are we doing? You're just presuming a situation. You know, first of all, there's an amazing arrogance to that. That, like, whatever moment you live in today is obviously the best and has no flaws at all compared to the past. Which and you know better than Tom Burr. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, t to do that at somebody living, like, to do history at that speed, where you're like, oh, okay, like, anything from before, like, what, 2016 is yeah. automatically, like, Bad. no good yeah. culturally. It can't ha be, possibly be of any relevance because it doesn't have, like, basically, like, a post-Trump world's uh point of view right that's crazy <laughs> this is what happens when the kids get raised in the indoors for too long yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah. the bubble gets uh the lack of oxygen in the bubble you know starts making yeah that crazy. and the poppers it'll really put you down listen if that 
child that wrote that was on poppers they wouldn't be writing that shit that's true they'd be having a real good time they'd have better things to do yeah hopefully yeah jesus yeah anyways sumo wrestling stuff like that oh yeah uh i've been spending a lot of money but it's been on stuff on nice stuff wow stuff i learned all about financing options yeah and executed that on a mattress uh-huh is that why you were at atlantic terminal well here's what happened you went to the mattress firm i told you and you chastised me for it mm-hmm. probably on here probably publicly yeah, so that publicly. we were probably gonna get an ikea mattress yeah and i said that's fucking insane. oh this is a whole topic this is great this will take us to the end of the episode i already told you that was a bad idea so let me get through this part of the story at least so we go to Ikea and, you know, we're just having having the conversation of, like, we got to be money conscious because we've already spent a lot of money just to get an apartment. Uh-huh. And now it's, no matter what, even if you get bargain, bargain basement level furniture stuff, you're talking several thousand more dollars. It's just, there's no way around it. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to get into the, some firm or some Klarner. We're like, let's be money conscious here. Uh, you know, the Ikea mattress, we both tried it. I thought it was fine. Re has slept on it many times in the past because a friend has it. And we thought, okay, it's like not our favorite thing, but we have a consistent experience of it. You've slept many nights on it. I think it's fine. We've tried it out. We're just going to get it. But our experience at Ikea is so negative all around. I don't know what's you went, changed. You went to this one? Red Hook. Oh, bad vibes only. You got to go to Long Island or Connecticut. Here's the thing. It's not about the particular location. It's about the company. I think my feelings about Ikea have completely changed. Because you used to go there and and think, okay, I know I'm getting basically what will amount to a pile of trash in two years. Yes. Whenever. The next time I move, this is trash. It can't be moved. But it's it's never in stock now. It's one-time use. Forget about that even. The designs of things look dated somehow. Oh, yeah, it's really bad. I don't yeah. think they've updated, like... Anything in 10 years? Anything at all. Yeah. The prices of everything are more than double what mm, they used to be. Certain things. Because you used to go there and think, okay, like, the most affordable model of a couch or the most affordable model of a dining table or whatever... Oh, would but be, they're bad now. ...would be twice as expensive as Ikea. Like, the worst one... Oh, yeah. ...would be twice as expensive as Ikea. Yeah. And you know that going in. Uh-huh. But now IKEA stuff is the same price as the worst model from Bob's Discount Furniture yeah. or whatever the fuck. That is 10 times better in quality yeah. and specifications and everything. They're the same price now. Yeah. And the IKEA experience is negative in that things are out of stock. Yeah. The store is laid out really funny in a mm. in a strange way. The same way it always was, but like They've rearranged. It looks sadder now. It looks sadder. Things are rearranged in a way that's nonsensical. Correct. Like the downstairs area has an entire kitchen section, right? Yeah. But then certain items, they're like, actually, no, those are up in the showroom. And you're like, the fuck? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are oh, the containers for dishes and, and such? Yeah. Yes. They're like separated. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but I'm buying silverware. It's by the container area. Why isn't the dish for silverware near the silverware? This makes no, yeah, no, no fucking no, it's, sense. It's upstairs. So we go through all this, and we're like, gonna buy the mattress and one other item, because we don't have a lot of closet space, so we're basically gonna buy like a wardrobe thing. Yeah. The wardrobe thing's a whole nother can of worms, because it's listed as a certain price, but that's because you have to buy every single part of it separately, including the doors. Oh, you were gonna build your own? No, stupid. Makes no sense. Because they didn't have any that met our specifications that came out of the box. No, that's not big. We're two people. Two. She's a girl. That's not big enough. And two. It's not big enough. It's not tall enough. We have taller ceilings where we're about to live, so things fit in the room differently. There's a lot of like mm. considerations here. So we end up with a bunch of piddly crap. The silverware is a lot more expensive than I remember. Everything is a lot so more expensive. Bad. I know. But it's, we don't care. It's just like, Ugh. you know, something interstitial to like fill in the gaps while you figure it you out. You use it every day. I'm a big fan of... If you use it every day, you really want to like, I'm doing hand gesture of like really flinging it around your fingies and checking the weight. Because if you hate the weight, you're going to really not enjoy eating with it. Well, that's the one thing we were able to check in there because they have silverware that's separate from oh, the box that you buy. Yeah. So yeah. we, it's fine. It's mm. fine. It's just way too expensive. Oh, yeah. We ended up at Target later that day and could have gotten an equivalent thing for half Way the cheaper. Mark. Yeah. Duh. So 
everything's too expensive. We end up with like half of one of those blue Ikea bags of crap that we didn't even really like intend on getting. It was yeah, just it's called the trap. Stuff we got while we were there. We knew we'd get some little stuff. Oh, if I knew you were going, I should have sent you to hunt for another tablecloth. But by the time it comes to the big decisions, we're checking out and we're like, you know what? Let's just not do hold that. off on this. Like it was, it was almost a mysterious feeling. It wasn't very rational. It was just like, I, by the time we got to the end of the experience and it was so negative, we were like, yeah, let's just. You not. also went on a Saturday, uh, which th- that that was all okay, mm. I guess. But it, you know, it was more just like we can always order it online. Let's just think about it for a second. So later in the day, we are going to the Target at Atlantic Terminal to fill in the rest of the gaps of little piddly bullshit that we need. Shower mm-hmm. curtains, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And Target turns out to be cheaper. We get a lot more stuff there. For some reason, it's like almost impossible to find a tea kettle anywhere. I don't know why this is so difficult. You need to go to a Kohl's. But I'm throwing that out there for people if you have tea kettle wrecks. Yeah. Because I just... And a paper towel holder that doesn't that Target. suck. No, they suck. So I was like, the one we have here, you have, is like really nice. I it's like that one. It's from Target. Okay, they don't have it anymore. The ones they have now have like stone bottoms with a wood pole. Oh, they're like spindles. They're yeah. like terrible. So what you have to do, this is, okay, so what you didn't do is consult the oracle of all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a wealth of knowledge of buying piddly shit yeah. for decades and for big shit, gotta say. Okay. The oracle is ready. Um for Target, you just have to look online for the thing that you want because it's probably somewhere in the store. They just don't stock the shelves oh. because they don't have anyone to do it because they have everyone picking orders. So half the time, I can't find the shit that I usually buy. Right. But if I do, you know, pick it up, it's always there. And gotcha. I don't have to spend time wandering and picking up unnecessary bullshit, which I complained about in the past. Of like, I love picking up unnecessary yeah. bullshit. But sometimes you're like, can I just get the thing that I fucking need? please so got got to do it got to do the bloop 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 spend 140 to you know 300 dollars on order pickup and you're done yes here's the thing um that's all fine and good and we are doing a lot of that yeah i'm i'm aware of this too it's just that this was a day of errands like mostly mostly Mm. our day was set aside to accomplish two major things get bed get couch oh because once there's bed couch and internet you can live in a place. Yeah, couch you have to just order online. I'm getting to that. Uh, but also the closets are kind of a big thing. Well. So we're trying to accomplish that and in the meantime just pick up all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. we're like, we'll go to Target and get some more piddly shit. We need the cleaning supplies and stuff. Stuff that like is going to be The huge. Yeah. You know? And so we go in and we do all that. But before we get to the Target, because you have to park on the opposite side from where the Target is, mm-hmm. we're stopping and getting our Annie Ann's pretzel. And right across the way is a mattress firm. Yeah, duh. And we had talked about earlier in the day, maybe we should just go to a mattress firm instead of Ikea. There's one right in Ridgewood. We can just go to that one. But then we were like, no, let's go to Ikea first, see what, see what it's really like. Because if we can save money, we'll save money. We go to the mattress firm. Um, At re- the mattress firm, you don't have to pay for the whole fucking mattress all at once. Re recognizes immediately that one of her rich friends, another bed she slept on, it's that one. We lay down on it, and after trying out like nine Ikea beds, we lay down on that one, and in one second, we're both like, this is the one. Duh. This is obviously the one. It's a Stearns and Foster mattress. Yeah. It's amazing Guaranteed quality. Guaranteed forever. It's so fucking nice. It might be the nicest thing I've ever like had. Yeah. And then we're looking at the price tag, and we're like, oh, no. This is Was it like way $3, outside of the range. Wow. You're right on the money. Yeah. And then I look at the tag closer, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. 0% APR for three years? We'll just put a fucking down payment on this fucker, and it's $80 a month for three years. That's not a big deal. Yeah. So that's what we did. We made the spontaneous decision from laying down on it for one second to then buying a $3,000 thing in the space of, like, five minutes. We were in and out of that store so fucking fast with, like, the biggest purchase I think I've ever made all at once. (sighs) But it's a hundred percent worth it. I mean, this fucking thing. I, I mean, feel like my life is gonna change. I can't yeah, get enough of. Won't hurt. I can't stupid. get enough of this mattress. It's the best thing in the world. The, did you then go buy the sheets for said bed at the Target? Already have the sheets. We See, did this a go. while ago. Oh, yeah. Mm. We got them online somewhere. They're nice. Mm. Two sets too. The only thing we yeah, had. What to... kind of heathens only have one? Never mind. That's you. 
listen, this is her department. I just mm. let her take care of it. I don't fucking I was, care. Well, I was going to say, who only has one set of sheets? And then I was like... Yeah. Um, the only thing we bought in the mattress firm other than the mattress was the uh, cover for it. That's like a waterproof cover. Oh, what? No. You have to get that. When you're buying a mattress of that caliber, you get a you thing. You buy it at the place. It's like getting, you know, dealer parts or dealer windshield Yeah, wipers. I know. It was it, That was a little impulsive and probably a little more than we needed to spend. But it was 60 bucks. It's no. like not a huge deal. I think for a king-size bed, that's probably the price. Like maybe $10 more. I don't know. Because mm. the sheets were pretty fucking expensive too. Oh, yeah. That's so, a lot of square footage of oh, yeah. fabric. We already got the bed frame, by the way, and it fits in the room beautifully. I'm really excited about it. How, what? Is we ordered the bed frame a while back from Wayfair. Oh. Um, and I set it up the other day. Is it like a frame frame? It's a pretty it's a pretty bare bones just platform frame with slats. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um it's nice for what it is. I mean we gotta save money somewhere. I can't buy the I can't buy the several thousand dollar version of everything. Well you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like the mattress is the thing that actually matters. The fucking bed frame it's a bed frame. I used to make bed frames with my friend Dom. I know what a fucking bed frame is. Like, even the nicest bed frame in the world is only marginally nicer than a Wayfair one, You're to be right, honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. f- it's four sides and a bunch of slats and well, a thing in the middle. Well, I just... Let me see. Where is the thing that I just screenshotted? I just saw this bed. That's only $310. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. That's ours, not is, bad. ours is that without the ba- without the backboard. Yeah, I like the backboard. Though. So I, I don't like that. I don't want that. A headboard's nice. You know what I realized? It protects the wall from the head grease. We ended up having this conversation later because our bed is situated in a way where there's windows to our head side. Ooh, terrible idea. It's the only way. Feng shui. I know. It's the only way. You need way. a headboard then. Well, and then I realized later, how am I going to sit up? This is going to be a problem. Nah. Yeah. So, it, you know, we might have to improvise something, but you can always do that You can later. just get a piece of plywood and put two sticks on the back, and then you're kind of fine. It is what it is. So, we get the fucking mattress spur of the moment like that. Huge, giant purchase. By the way, I went into Best Buy and looked at the OLED TVs, but I don't think I'm going to be able to make that psychological sale, even though it's obviously better. But everyone else looks at it, and they go, I can't tell the difference. And I go, are, what are you guys, artists or cretins? We're watching TV. We don't give a fuck. Exactly. We don't care about, we don't care about the art on the but TVs. But it's so much Duh. thinner. Anyways. Thinner than... Okay, whatever. It's much thinner than that. It's much thinner than that. And it's got true blacks and a billion colors. Okay. But anyways, so the Best Buy didn't happen. But then later in the day, we're like, okay, we went to all these places. We solved the bed problem, which is great, but we still need to solve the closet problem and the couch problem. We ended up going home. And after just like, you know, stewing on Ikea and how fucking terrible it was, we go back on Wayfair. We're like, wait a minute. For like the same price on Wayfair, we can get one that's a, bigger, a third larger and way nicer. Yeah. That has way more features inside and just looks better. Uh-huh. That like actually looks like it's from a couple years in the present rather yeah. than from 1998. Uh-huh. Like I'm telling you, everything at Ikea looked weird. Like the handles on things were weird. Yeah. I guess good. I've never bought in stuff like that. Like I like the fucking grid bookshelves and shit like that's so neutral you can't change it's, it. Yeah, it's impossible but anything that has like a fixture on it or like any amount of embellishment it's terrible it's yeah it's fashiony in a way that you're like "Eh, but it's 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 like they're starting to cater to the flyover market a lot of it felt to me like this would fit really well in a mcmansion well rather than this is supposed to be like scandinavian it's now designed for airbnbs there you go and that's what it feels like too you're like i don't want to live in an airbnb airbnbs suck so the Wayfair one's much nicer. So we spring for the Wayfair one. We get it. Deal done. Much nicer. Better dim. Everything's about yeah. it was better. Then the couch problem. We're sh- we're searching around. Couch is hard. Couch is a hard problem. I thought you just said you got the couch on Wayfair. We didn't get it on Wayfair. Oh. We we're looking at Wayfair, but the Wayfair ones are kind of small. Like we have a lot of space, so we can get a bigger couch, and a yeah. small one would look weird in the room. W- Wayfair. As much as I love this couch and. Everything, it's not the highest quality. Like, no, we can get a better one for a similar price. Yeah. Um, Bob's Discount Furniture. Oh, we found a really, really nice couch in a really nice color. Uh, for less than the Wayfair one, we just Ooh. have to wait six weeks for it. Okay, so let me let me tell you a little story about waiting for furniture. Yeah, during Pandy, people were waiting six months 
Oh, don't I know it, brother? Because my dad was moving at the time. Remember oh, right, that? right, yeah. Ron had a bunch of furniture on order that he didn't get for almost a year. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, also, you can't just buy a couch. You have to buy other chairs, too. No, you don't. You can buy just a couch. That is incorrect. No, it's not. We did it. You what are you a, talking about? You need a side chair. You need side chairs. Oh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll get that stuff. It just doesn't have to come all in a set all at once. Oh, no, not a set. No, th- that's when you go, like, that's when you get to have the fun. I'm like, ooh. No, of course. But again, as I outlined earlier, we're trying to take care of the essentials so that we can start living there. Oh, well. Do you know what I'm saying? I've, and I won't live anywhere without a side chair. So, and also, you know, that's my. Oh, my God. I can't live anywhere without a chair on the floor that I don't use. Yeah. Um, that I occasionally sit in sometimes. Because my whole thing is like, look, we got to put the we got to put all this money down right now for all this expensive stuff. Let's get the big ticket items out of the way that are the most essential to living. And then we can fill in the gaps of all the other stuff because that's where you can have a little bit of fun and take your time. It, contrary to your opinion, I don't think you need a chair right away. I think you can scour the Internet for the chair for a while and try to find a really good deal, like perhaps on a real vintage one that you like or. Something you might want to refurbish or something like that, you know, like, you you know, there's a warehouse in Jersey City right on the other side of the Holland Tunnel that does sales. See, there you go. Just saying. And, And I'm also very big on the idea and especially throughout this process. Now that I'm into it, I'm like much like a studio or any other situation that you're about to inhabit. I think it's a good idea to get the basics in there. Like a couch only has one position in a room most of the time, essentially. Uh, a bed is the same way. Yeah. A closet is the same way. So these things, let's get the things in place that can't really go anywhere else. Hmm. And then live in the space for a while, figure out how you move around it, how you utilize it, how you might want to rearrange it, and then make decisions. Because you don't want to get stuck with a bunch of bookshelves that in theory are good that actually don't really fit anywhere. Or you don't want to get a chair that you think is really good based on measurements you took, and then you get it in the space and you're like, Oh, bad vibes. Yeah. 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 So live there for a while in the basic setup. Hmm. You'll figure it out. I'm big on this, especially in utilitarian spaces like the kitchen. I'm like, don't do the kitchen in the abstract. Let's just take Hmm. some bullshit that re has like that gives us a little extra counter space. Let's like live in there for a second. Where do you move? How do you use it? That's how you determine what drawers things should be in. That's how you determine where things should be. That's where you determine where you need shelves, where the dining table should go, all of this stuff. I really think that things that don't move go in. You live, then you figure it out. Hmm. How do you feel about that? That's, you would rather just design it, I get the impression. I mean, I have things, so this has never been my problem, quite literally ever. Well, no, I would, but, I would object to this. On the grounds that we lived in this apartment with your stuff for a long time with no discernible pattern yeah. except for where it landed. Yeah. And then once, you know, you were under the gun to have guests come over. I had to make several we had back to, to make, back decisions. You know, we had to make decisions and now it's really nice. Yeah. But that wasn't because you like thought it out and put things where they needed to go. Things were plopped for six years. And then you figured out where they need to go based on like prompts, and I think that is how everything works. Um, I think if you like, I don't know, but that's also being young and young and dumb, you know. I'm just like whatever. I'm never home as yeah. long as there is is the things. It doesn't matter. But as a more docile, you know, human, I I would walk into like any emptiness and be like, okay, what are the dims in here? Okay, 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 okay. Can because you also have to think rugs and stuff. You know, I'm like, okay, what kind, of, what kind of rug situation were we looking at? Like, I had no idea how expensive rugs are. Holy shit. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, rugs.com, by the way. Super cheap. Um, and huge. Any color. Um, but you just start doing that kind of math of like, okay, so, what, so all right. Do we want to do two separate giant rugs, two separate big rugs or one giant rug? Like, what are we doing? What's the vibe? Right. You know, and once you get the vibe, you're like, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, but again, I, I, I'm with you 100%, except that I think you can only make a certain amount of those decisions abstractly, especially when there's boxes all over your floor. You know, I took uh, really detailed measurements. Did I discuss this with you? Yes. I was very proud of this. But you also should just take pictures of the emptiness of it. So I that did way that w- too. When you're shopping, you're like, maybe this for that. Oh, I did that a whole lot. We did that a whole lot. Did you buy shears and curtains as well? Uh, we already have curtains. Oh, all right. Um, 
we already got the curtain rods and everything. I mean, yeah. Oh, good. That's the one thing that people always forget. Yeah. And that drives me insane. Yeah, no, no, no. We, f- we figured that out. Um, people never put up curtains, and that's a New York problem. Yeah, it's weird that people don't do that. I think it's disgusting. I'm like, put up some goddamn curtains. No one needs to see Yeah, I mean, we're on this. the first floor, by the way, too. So it's you, that's like one of the first things you have to do. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe blinds at that point, too. <laughs> I don't think. I don't. No, 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 no. No? Not with the style of window. I uh, know. Blinds. What the fuck are you talking about? Like what book. year is it? Is it 1987? What are you talking about, blinds? I don't know, blinds. What the fuck are you talking about? This is, this is, all right, it's getting too late at night. We need to move to the after show. That is so tired. I don't know. That is some. I would never. Maybe. Karen logic. I never would do a blind. No, you you wouldn't. That's why I'm reacting like this. Never put a blind. That's an absurd suggestion. Blinds are the devil's. I'm just, you know, I'm just picturing the eventual housewarming if there were blinds, the scoff that that would immediately receive. Yeah, would I'd be and like, where are you? I'd be like, where are your kitchen scissors? And be like, what do you need them for? Like, don't ask. Me. <laughs> I'm making some edits for you right now. Snip, snip, clang, 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 clang. I'm like, yep, I'll be taking these away. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, yeah, wrap it up. I'm all right, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs>